0: Hi, right, welcome. This is going to be <laughs> and, uh, sure you the overview of on chapter, on chapter one through four in Mr. Fawley's class. Today is Wednesday, the 11th and, uh, of December 2019 <laughs> like for APCA.
1: Thank you. So, we're uh, going to do a diagram. What is that called? A concept map. Where is it? Oh. oh, is it good? So, you can do a. I'm gonna say in, there's gonna be a uh, inner circle that is chapter one in it, and then you're going to be. Uh, I would like at least five different concepts per chapter. So um, you're going to write down in as much detail as possible. More that you write, the better it is. And this one, I will be grading on quality. Uh, I, I'm oh sure. shit! Do you
0: think Sharpie bleeds, oh, So this
1: is homework. This is not good quality. So for practice? homework, you're gonna do uh, chapters one through four, and then tomorrow, I think we're covering gas laws. gonna Uh, Maybe. ten through thirteen is gonna be tomorrow, and then on Friday, we're gonna just spend the hour doing AP questions from the computer because uh, I believe you're gonna your MCQ will be 50 questions. And are those 50 fifteen? 10 to 15 will be those AP questions. And I'm just going to put it out there there are a gazillion of those AP questions, and I don't know which one I signed when. So you may see the same one on the uh, test because I'm not keeping track of which ones I'm, I'm giving you. So by chance, you may see some of those questions on the AP, uh, on the semester final. Okay, so um, the other thing is. I still have people who haven't uh, requested partners for the lab and if you don't request a partner I, I'm assuming that means you want to work alone and I have plenty of space for people to work alone so uh, if you do not come up and tell me your partner's name I'm assuming that you're going to be a lone, lone person. Need to do it alone. I can take up to 20 groups so uh, there's plenty of room for, for lone uh, people but all to say try to tell me uh, as soon as possible. The lab is on Tuesday. On Monday, we're going to review chapter six through. What's the nine. record level? Maybe another review date. <laughs> but you also uh, get your lab notebooks back. So, well, how do you know uh, if you, you can't hear? Oh. oh, no.
0: Chapter five.
1: All right. So, um, what I've decided to do is I'm going to talk through um, chapters one through four. I, uh, so I've decided to publish these uh, PowerPoints on our locker. Is that better? Yeah, don't the publicize it. The school loop. I know, the school loop.
0: Locker! What about the You, that <laughs> you, <laughs> you don't need the on your What about an assignment? What about uh, an assignment? You guys are impossible to do. I mean, you can't access the
1: locker like, on the mobile app. Why don't
0: you just you use, use regular just school? 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 Okay, why yeah, Why don't you should use, use, the use the assignment?
1: You
0: get assign assignment. Because I'm not grading these. You don't have to. You don't you have, have to grade them. You don't have it. to grade them. She didn't make them at all.
1: But the type one part of me, type A personality part of me. She is grading this. You are grading this. Well no, because when I'm looking at my assignments, I don't want to see all these rows of um, nothing in there.
0: Every assignment should have a grade. But I'm gonna grade it, it's not an assignment. This should have This Make a one out of one. I know. Just, nah,
1: but she doesn't even put assignments <laughs> on school.
2: Yeah,
0: no,
1: uh, I don't even use my phone. I use my
0: math. I'm teacher.
1: sorry. <laughs> i have a teacher. Imagine Dragons. Make us <laughs> a
0: teacher. Okay.
1: Uh what are you
2: mean you guys are bullying me? Try to get me to sway <laughs> <laughs> you. Okay, so um you guys are welcome to write in your map as I go
1: bad. through this, but again I will publish it under news because that's what you guys watch. What the
0: fuck? I said aside me to sign
1: page. <laughs> you want it under lock? Your options are locker or news?
0: Assignment. No one watching the news
1: wants to jump oh, everyone's going to look at this the
2: news. It's a
0: topic. <laughs>
1: you watch My Hero? No, it's like 5 years No? Alright Why not? I'm a the season's game Okay, me too We'll watch it together From season okay. 1 of season 2 So we're going all the way back to chapter 1 This is
2: the first from season one. How many seasons
1: are we? 4 one what's it So I'm
0: not going to read the whole
1: thing But I will just um, talk through the important concepts Of course I'm not going to be uh, Uh, Testing you on every single one of these concepts because that would be like a hundred question test. But uh, as I'm talking through, you may want to write down the stuff that you don't know or you need to study. But you're not expected to write all this down. I'm posting it
2: on yes, just as long as nobody uh, can. Chemistry
1: is the study of properties of matter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, it's got spin. So, what is matter? Matter is anything that takes on these two requirements. It takes up space and it has mass. So oh, stop, stop. Uh, air, even though we don't see it and we don't think of it as taking up space or having mass, it actually does. And so that is considered matter. So it's not just things that we can see. Matter comes in different forms. They come as atoms. and atoms with a specific number of protons are called elements. So there is a difference between element and atom. Atom is a general term for all the things on the um, periodic table, but each individual box on the periodic table is an element. And then compound is when you com- connect two or more of those. We know the states of matter, we've been going through this like at the beginning of almost every chapter okay so you should know how to classify matter into different things heterogeneous homogeneous
2: uh,
1: homogeneous means it's the same everywhere so um, I said Kool-Aid is a homo oh, unsaturated Kool-Aid is going to be a homogeneous uh, mixture also known as a solution if it was saturated and had stuff on the bottom, like extra cooling on the bottom, that would be heterogeneous because now there is um, solid and liquid form in one container. So homogeneous is the same as a uh, solution. And uh, this was in your chapter one packet. So this, this diagram is in your chapter one packet. Okay, there are all these laws, laws of constant composition. So, these are things that we take for granted now, but you should know what they mean. So water always has a certain percentage of hydrogen and a certain percentage by mass of oxygen. So there's consistency uh, in whatever compound we're looking at. Okay, so, yes, we all know this. Physical and chemical properties, you should know what those are. Chemical is how things react, physical is what it looks like, uh, boiling point, density.
0: Okay,
1: this is only chapter one. Okay, so we went over this actually yesterday when we talked about um, that delta H is an extensive property. Extensive means it depends on the amount of substance you have. So um, delta H, that enthalpy will change by depending on the quantity of the chemicals you're working with. Intensive just means it's just a characteristic that is independent of quantity, so color, uh, how if it's malleable, Ductility, and boiling point. So boiling point is a number, but no matter how much water you have, it always boils at 100 degrees Celsius. Um, It might take longer to get to 100 degrees, but it always boils at 100. Types of changes, you guys know that stuff too. Physical change, chemical change. Oh, this one you probably should know. So. If you have a mixture, mixture means that there are two different things that are combined into one uh, container. So there are three different ways of separating that mixture. So instead of combining, we want to uh, go through the opposite thing. One is a filtration, distillation, and then uh, chromatography. Chromatography, what's you? Thank you. You have done already. And t- chromatography is separation of a solution based on Polarity? polarity. Oh. Polarity. Oh, bitch. Polarity. Awesome. But so the more polar uh, the compound oh. are going to stick to the <laughs> chromatography paper. The recording. less polar things are going to move up. Now there was an AP question that asked you which one is the best method to use um, for saving the solvent, the solute, or something like that. And um, one of the answers was column, it was supposed to be column chromatography. Because uh, when you do a paper chromatography, can we actually save those colors? No, you cannot. But if you do a column chromatography which looks like this, uh, it's kind of the same idea, but okay. so you're separating things. What's this called? Uh, you can do it separate by size, or you can separate by polarity. But notice at the bottom, we can actually collect whatever we're purifying. So column chromatography was uh, can actually can save whatever you are. Um, <laughs> okay, filtration. Filtration is. Is it?
2: This is not a camera. Just don't look at the camera. Oh, is
1: that there's no camera? (laughs) (laughs) like, is it turned sideways and I just can't see it? Okay, filtration is when you're separating a solid from a liquid. Oh, solid from a liquid. So that is when you specifically use filtration. And then distillation is you are separating based on boiling points. (laughs) So distillation is if you're stranded on an island and you need to water, then you're going to take that seawater and then put it in a little tent state. How are you going to find it? <laughs>
0: water. And then
1: water evaporates uh, faster, easier than uh, salt because salt is an ionic compound. It's got stronger intermolecular forces. So the water will evaporate, the pure water will evaporate, and then you're going to collect it and then, you know, that benefit. Yeah, uh, You don't drink salt water, so that's why you have to um, purify it using uh, distillate
0: salt water is water.
1: <laughs> Yes, but the concentration of salt, it's a high concentration of salt in there, so it's worse for you. Salt will make you lose more water than you. Is it good? Okay, density was our math portion. We did a bunch on density. We did labs on density, so you should know how to calculate it and how to use it. D equals M over V. <laughs> Thank you. Look, Miss giving me it's more work for to give you guys. Oh yeah. Yeah. damn it! How could you do this okay. She didn't go over density. All right, and then the last thing is you need to know about sig figs and precision, <laughs> accuracy. Uh, remember, exact numbers means they have infinite number of sig figs because um, you cannot have half of an egg. Yes. yes. Uh, we can't have half of a person or something like that. You I mean, she she can? She's not even going to go well, in exam. She's so trash. Okay. Uh, this, they seem to like to test you on the AP exam. And we did this also. Remember when I... um gave you guys a volumetric flask, a beaker, and a graduated cylinder, and then you guys had to measure a certain amount of volume. So they may ask you guys to uh, take a look at these things and then tell me which one is um, the best tool to use if I want to measure 30 mils of something, 30 milliliters. And uh, the answer should be the burette. No. the syringe is too <laughs> small so it cannot hold 30 mils and um, the graduated cylinder is not accurate as uh, as accurate as a burette. so uh, depending on the quantity you want to measure and you want to find the most precise um, tool to use and we know volumetric flask is going to be the most accurate um, And then, you guys know how to do dimensional analysis, it's like stoichiometry, you guys know know that, right? Accuracy, if you're hitting the the number that you're supposed to hit, precision is um, if you do several trials and all those trials have the same number, that means you're precise, so your technique is good. So if you have poor, uh, if you have good precision, but not accuracy, that means there is something wrong in the equipment that you're using. So if everyone got 50 when the answer was supposed to be 40, that means that maybe the scale is wrong or uh, there's some equipment that is causing everyone to get the wrong answer. All right, that was one.
0: What's good accuracy poor precision?
1: Good accuracy would be... um, Actually, I don't think that would really
0: exist. It would. It's like yeah, so yeah, they're yeah, around the point, but they're like kind of wrong term precision.
1: Well, so it would be like if you had maybe, maybe two here like, and then one outside. Huh? So good accuracy meaning that they you are hitting the bullseye, but not all of them are hitting the bullseye. That would be poor precision. All right. That was chapter one. Easy. Oh. Does this yeah, sound be like?
0: Yeah. <laughs> no. I
1: remember when back in
0: those days. Wait, didn't we learn about like the the metric thingies in the chapter
1: Uh yes. We Right now we've used it so much you should just know those. You know. I'm not gonna ask you like oh I could ask you what is the what is the unit that we use for uh length? Inches or meters? You know <laughs> <two>? <laughs> what do we use? Calories <laughs> or joules?
0: Are you Are you <laughs> joules. Okay.
1: <you> Chapter
0: two.
1: Chapter two was all about naming. So, naming compounds. And um, you should know Dalton's no. theory, no. uh, sure. or good old Dalton. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, there are two in here that are not accurate, two of the four. The One of them is that elements are composed of extremely small particles called atoms. Now we know that there are even smaller parts to an atom. So he thought atom was the smallest indivisible unit. However, now we know there are protons, electrons, and neutrons inside an atom. Uh, that's number one. And then number two, all the atoms of a given element are identical. We know that is not true, because there are those things called isotopes. isotopes. Wait, say oh, it again? Say the one second one. On your test. Yeah. Okay, you should know the law of conservation of mass, and uh, the name gives away what it is, so law uh, of multiple proportions uh, this is the one that was a bit of a doozy in this one so figuring out law of constant proportion and law of multiple proportions and multiple is if I have two elements that make two different compounds okay. so an example of that is h2o versus h2o2 they both have h's and Os but they are um, combining in two multiple ways, so that is
0: a lot of multiple of Okay, you should know
1: uh, the scientists that did cathode ray, uh, you should know what the significance of these experiments. Cathode ray 2? What, what the fuck is that? This one was uh, dis- the discovery of the electrons, that there are negatively charged particles so that magnet is attracting the negatively charged particle. so the magnet is bending toward it. Or um, if, if you put the negative part of the magnet to it, then it'll bend away from it. So that was J.J. Thompson. Uh, the oil drop experiment. This was to actually determine the actual charge versus the mass of uh, is it electrons or protons? Electrons. electrons. So he had to, this guy was like look, literally looking through, looking through this thing and then uh, observing how these oil molecules fell uh, between those charged plates. Now, the, uh, why do you, what, I don't understand what we're doing, I don't really know. Uh, this is the most ex- uh, important or the most famous experiment, the Rutherford's Gold Foil Experiment. So you should know what he did and what he discovered. So he discovered that an atom is mostly empty space with a very dense nucleus, and he did that by shooting rays at a gold foil, and most of the particles went straight through the foil, which means that the foil is mostly empty space, but some of them were deflected in different uh, angles, so it must, the, those rays must be hitting something, and he decided that that is, is hitting the nucleus. This is what it looks like. Most of those rays are going straight through, but the ones that happen to hit the nucleus, the rays will bounce in different directions. Oh, yes. You need to know uh, mass spec. Uh. This one is uh. the graph. No, not again. Oh, I
0: remember that graph. Right, it was like, um,
1: if 79% is um, mass of 35, and 21 percent is mass of 33 what is the identity of this element
2: so you have to
1: find the average atomic mass and then compare that number to the uh, periodic table so these are called mass spec problems. you should youtube that if you don't (laughs) know that is something new that they added to the AP exam a few years back so it's uh, almost guaranteed to show up This it's a new concept that they want yeah. like to uh, put on there.
2: <laughs>
1: Great, you should know uh, what isotopes are and how to calculate your average atomic masses. You should know your hotbring And then you should know that there are two types of formulas, empirical formula and molecular. Empirical is in the lowest uh, whole number ratio and then molecular would be uh, the actual formula. So She's the empirical might be CH, them. whereas the molecular is C6 no, H6. So it depends on the um, actual formula. OK, these things not terribly important. You need to know the charges of ions, uh, writing formulas. You should know how to do that. And you need to know how to name formula. Oh,
2: uh, acid. Yeah. Uh, so
1: this one is uh, naming formulas and uh, writing. Wait, right, naming formulas and writing formulas from names. Okay. Remember all your. Uh, your. all the atomic ions.
0: Ion. What
1: That is chapter two. Okay, bell's gonna ring soon. Uh, during break, we shall. I shall play for you. The concert from yesterday. The what? No! Or the oh, concert? Not go to the concert. Okay. Oh! Winter concert.
0: 2230.
1: 2230. And then uh, we will come back and finish. The first song we did so bad. We weren't even in time. Oh I didn't, I didn't
0: record that one. <laughs> <It's> terrible. The deals were rushing on the bar. I I not Oh, no, it was the first I like a copy put up there All right, that's great. Um, hope you're enjoying. <laughs> I heard it's because I Please buy the the social design. ticket for But I didn't. I,
1: I was put
2: it on the i going like to it
0: turns as a ret- can this? Can I project it this? Yeah. I happen to using the Havoc
1: team. All right. only hey. oh, pictures I took. Look at me being a good dip- mom.
0: Do you want me to back them up? I have
1: like,
0: like a terrible Yeah, it
1: would be a good mom. Wait a minute. Wait <laughs> <laughs> Who are you talking to? You? It's okay, I'm like seconds yeah, away. to I that work? Oh, that's am We A whole
0: thing. You know? a whole thing. Oh. I mean,
1: I was talking when we got the car. She's like, uh, uh, yeah, uh, oh, yeah, we're
0: gonna my God.
1: trip
0: over.
2: And so so we're gonna so check uh, oh. um, oh, um, it out. I'm Yo. I'm gonna offer you. out the sticks.
0: As long as she pulled out the sticks, that's fine. I got a little. Look a little. Oh, there you are. There's Mia.
1: There we go.
0: Why are you outing everyone. Oh, there's Kristen.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I did It's a- that a <laughs> drink. Well? <Is> that <laughs>
2: <Is> that <laughs> That's a well. That's my daughter. I I felt like a No, oh, wait, I get that. Ah. Wait. All right, how do I get <laughs> okay. How? boy, You guys are very good. <laughs> oh, they thought you didn't record the first song. Hey, wait. Oh yeah, that yeah, was a y'all little
1: y'all rough. Are no audio. They're all rough. I'm <laughs> oh, not do
0: the sound. That's why I didn't go. <laughs> 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 just kept
1: talking to about it. How do I do sound? It was up there with the other things. It doesn't
0: project through the cable. Oh, because oh. yeah, I. Oh.
1: Yeah.
0: It says AirPlay. Wait, AirPlay or what? Is there any connected speed? I thought you're
1: connecting through the cable. I think I can, but... Is a speaker on
0: that? thing. Yeah! Why don't you pick up a speaker?
1: You guys look so serious! Yeah, these you
0: have to use the opportunity. you scared! How <laughs> come sure they don't look like that in my class? <laughs> <of yourself>. <laughs> <laughs> like, is this? I'm sitting toward the front, that's why. Why is there, like, no one there? Oh, that's
1: true. Is this at this? That's my favorite song. I don't know why that's there. There's Matthew. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's Matthew. Oh boy. Casey. Yeah. 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 Oh, can you see Casey? Oh, because we're
0: not. Casey's all the
1: way in the back. You're gonna laugh.
2: look.
1: See how many pictures I've taken? Okay, see? So I was like, no, that okay. he was. I'm like, that's not good. That doesn't
0: it's sound too good at all. Well. So I was like, I. Is that how many I took? And then she just. Can you
1: upload them? them? Yeah, she <laughs> put a camera. Who's fucking herself? Hey, French. That one is good. Okay, it's Steven you're that to be that bad. <laughs> all right, up let's up.
2: listen to band. I should go with these things that support your. I'm sorry, but I got. I to I'm sorry for I got seven. have pictures
0: of Okay. That is a camera. No, it's not. It's, it's a microphone. Right. Oh my. Shilling, shilling, this is not it. You told me no video, Oh, Do you want to the
1: This thing is like not being yeah. a Yeah.
0: This thing is actually not. Good. And you
1: know what? Uh, <laughs> oh, is that all I
2: did? <laughs> <laughs> There's no one There's
0: no one No, they have to be like one. You can't, but you You really slept well. well. together. They well. slept You You slept should I sleep early or should I just take naps? If If you're missing the alarms then it's a sign that you, you should just sleep. Should, I, have to have to make should, should I sleep early or should I take naps? I no, just like keep sleeping. Like don't wake up. Know. Yeah, that's no. right.
2: That's right. <laughs> I mean if, if your
0: alarms aren't waking oh up, I think that's a sign. Like, yeah, the alarm's a problem. God's like, yeah.
1: oh. don't wake up people. Don't wake up people.
0: This is like trash people.
1: video
0: oh. This is black one. Oh. Oh. Anyway, this is
1: a job. <laughs> <laughs> everyone. Awesome. Everyone? <laughs>
2: It like, uh, Come on, bro. Yeah. Dude, I got more than seven.
0: Like, seven like, mom yeah. My mom that me to go to my grandma's house. man you know, that the to that the man Oh. That just say goodbye. goodbye. Oh, I right. like right. so so right. 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 always do it. I was like, oh man. like, down. I show you guys the performance. Oh. I The cruise ship's all four that is because? It's like quieter. actually dying. I think like. Uh, how you, oh,
2: how you that uh, how 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 out? With, but i just, uh, I'm I'm just well, i you oh, yeah, and, you can buy today.
1: You awesome. That's a thought do really oh, yeah. oh, yeah. literally not
0: oh, yeah. <laughs> <your laughs> <stuff laughs> safe. It's dangerous.
1: because maybe sometimes they want to come out of
0: your vagina. I not safe. So green I have all that for two dollars why are you getting people off the bike today?
1: You don't give birth, shut up. I would want it to come out naturally, but if
0: I have to, huh? Can I do it,
1: My mom has four kids naturally. mom has
2: two Do do you? Oh, shit. <I'll> do it. <laughs>
0: Do you know how much you (laughs) weigh? I was eight
1: pounds nine (laughs) ounces. You don't know? (laughs) I was 21 (laughs) inches. You have a long one. No, your parents tell you.
0: How did you can tell me what, how much I weigh? as I was
2: oh, 9 pounds. Uh, 8 pounds,
1: 9 ounces. I'm sure 10 pounds would be able to make the cut.
0: You huh? know the, um, <laughs> <laughs> <camping? laughs> you yeah. I was 21 inches. Is that good? I was almost two feet. Is that good? I was
2: long. I'm not even tall. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, yeah, we'll like after minute. not And today the last day. Each gram includes
0: performance with your choice, a candy cane, a Hershey's and an office right I'll <laughs> it i to my house right now. <laughs> 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 Imagine <laughs> having something, <around> <laughs> something that protrudes <laughs> like a nose. buy <laughs> right? um, Imagine having someone that protrudes like a nose. Yeah. Like a nose? Yes, I do mean, like a nose. Confusion i think it's a four I'm waiting on this. I'm waiting on this. I'm waiting on this. i i on i i i i i i Daniel. 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 Van Chu. How big is the team? Meanwhile, the track and field. I'm not going to join the school. the I'm to join the school. to join to join the the I'm the to i two dollars.
1: It's a picture, an animation of me. Winner of the second. Wow, these cases are nice. Why is it just a pony?
0: You don't have to. This is the part to see. Marcy, No, we don't. Marcy doesn't have a I can't believe. I'm the one part.
1: nobody cares. Yeah, we don't yeah. have to be there, too. We actually could hungry waiting.
2: When
0: you were a freshman, I went you to your five, beat against six. YB here. Oh! <laughs> no on Wait! I told Billy really? you're gonna watch the YB. Bro, <laughs> I destroyed YB. <laughs> what? I'm What's up? <laughs> <five, five>, <laughs> <gym. laughs> <You> What's <know> <laughs> up? One of RC I got a good thing, do they steal it. Alright, we are running out of time. This is taking way longer than I expected. I apologize. It was that warm-up actually. I you you
1: our- Alright, so I'm just gonna do the chapter three. I'm gonna do the chapter three because this is the chapter that we've used the most and that was the the most applicable. <laughs> so uh, it should be the easiest for you to study because we have used it so much. We used chapter three to do chapter four, we've used chapter three for, chapter, uh, for gas laws, and it's basically
2: for you. geometry.
1: where your shins. Oh. Oh. All right, so uh, chapter three starts off with three different types of reactions. Combination, also known as synthesis, decomposition, also known as decomposition, and then the combustion. <laughs> Uh, and then we save. Sing- there's two more single displacement and double displacement, which we save for later. Okay, so you need to be able to identify um, how they work. So if I give you an equation and I say what type of equation, what is the name of this type of equation, you going to tell me what it is. So uh, combination synthesis, you're combining things together. Decom, you're breaking things apart. And remember what I said for uh, decom where there are oxygens involved, most likely you don't just split the cation and the anion because they're make ions, not not compounds. So when there are uh, oxygens involved, usually that oxygen is split between the anion and the cation. So that oxygen will split between the two. And then that is why you need to be able to understand your um, polyatomic ions. Well
2: cat eye on? Raise the cation? Oh, oh, I can't cut. it. must be like when the airbag goes off that it
0: fine it fine makes carbon dioxide left
1: the gas that makes it uh, okay. So uh, what was the
2: example of three was no, I
1: forget it. Uh, <laughs> okay, combustion,
2: you, um, combustion is easy to tell, but balancing is difficult.
1: Yeah. here?
2: second one is <laughs> on Oh, you're
1: right. <laughs> Extra credit. Then that's oh, Brown and
0: LeMay. Very good. All right,
1: so uh, combustion reactions, they are easy to tell, but most difficult to balance. And uh, I say when you're balancing uh, combustion reactions, use big numbers because you can always reduce it down at the end. So if you get something like 2, 16, 8, and 4, then you can always reduce it down to 1, 8, 4, and 2 you should know how to do percent mass percent or percent composition this one is easy so if I have K2SO4 and I ask you to find out the mass percent of each element it's basically the molar mass over the masses of each element yeah oh under oh my lord okay percent composition that's what you're talking about and uh, uh, Avogadro's Avocado's number.
2: <laughs>
1: okay, and then uh, you already know Avogadro's number, you know what molar masses are, you know how to do stoichiometry. What's Avogadro's number? Okay, this is the difficult part of chapter 3. It is um, determining the empirical formulas. Remember if I said, we have this many grams of C, you have this many grams of H, what is the empirical is formula? 20s 20s? So um, to do that, you need to convert those into moles, convert to moles, and then divide by the smaller number to get a whole number ratio. So uh, hopefully that rings the bell. And of those, the most difficult one is going to be combustion. I'm not going to go into this in detail, but just write it down if you don't know what it is, because that one is a doozy. A lot of um, stoichiometry involved in that one. And then, you know how to do stoichiometry. Limiting reactant, you guys already know what that is. And theoretical yield. So remember, theoretical yield is what you get when you're doing an actual T-chart. Actual yield is from a procedure, so when you do a lab. So, a percent yield, how well did you do on a lab, will depend on what you got in the lab over what you were supposed to get. So, what you got, this is you, and this is what you were supposed to get. uh So basically, the theoretical yield was the right answer. And on the top is your answer. <coughs> and uh, the closer it is to 100, the better you did. And uh, it, this is related to percent error as well. All right, that's chapter three. <coughs> um,
2: oh, so you should have, um,
1: chapter three should seem easy.
0: Where's it? 42? Question.
1: All right, chapter four is our doozy of a chapter. So, uh, this one is annoying because there's math, there's memorizing, uh, lots of stoichiometry. Well, in chapter four, we go over solutions, solvent, and solute. You guys should now be very familiar with that stuff. You need to know how, uh, what an electrolyte is, and we did this several times. Electrolyte are things that make ions. So if they make ions, they can conduct electricity. Non-electrolytes are molecular compounds. They do not make ions, so they do not conduct electricity. Oh boy, you need to know all your solubility rules. Which ones are soluble, which ones are not. All nitrates are soluble. All uh, 1A column ions are soluble. No, you're you. Yeah. you need to be able to write a double displacement reaction and identify what is the precipitate. So, wait, this is so three. Four. So we did a lab where um, you had a plate. I don't remember the lab. <laughs> Yeah, and then you combine. This is, I like think, the one that you guys did for your parents mm-hmm. during back to school. Yes. You combine two different uh, substances, and then you have to predict whether it's going to make a precipitate or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, that lab is. Uh, I don't think so.
0: Yeah. You know. I just like, you like four to make a stay molecular, stay.
1: complete ionic, and net ionic equation. If you don't know what those are, then I suggest you write that down and review it later. Molecular equation is how we normally write it. Complete ionic is you break apart everything that makes an ion. So notice the AgCl is still together because that one is a solid, so that one stays together. And then net ionic is where you take out all the spectator ions. The spectator ions go away. Uh, Acids and bases, uh, we will cover those more later reaction. It's just a double displacement reaction, so that's why it's in this chapter. Uh, oh yeah, you need. you need to know? Remember the things that spontaneously um, break apart into gases. So uh, carbonate.
2: So what
1: was it? H two CO three breaks down into water and CO two. The other one was H two SO two.
2: No, SO two
1: water and oh no, SO3,
2: water and SO2. And the other one was something. The
1: NH2O and NH3. So what is that? 4. So you will not see these in uh, that form. They will spontaneously turn into... What's that? Oh my god. This is chapter 4? Oh, it's NH4OH. Uh, formation of a gas. Uh-huh. So these are
2: gases. These are
1: yours? Yes. So you'll see bubbles. I kill you. Redox, we didn't cover redox in detail, but you should be able to identify oxidation numbers. We did that. And then also, uh, what is the what is being reduced? What is being oxidized? Double displacement, we did that. Oh, activity series. So these are now single displacement reactions. You will get this chart, but you need to know how to read it. So remember, uh, the ones that are the most active, they want to be with the partner. The ones that are least active, they like to be alone. So they will. Uh, the active ones will replace the ones that are not as active. Molarity, that one you guys already know. How to make solutions. Dilutions, that one is M1V1 equals M2V2, that equation. So... M1 V1 is your stock solution, what you are starting with, and then M2 V2 is what you want. So uh, that was an FRQ question for this chapter. How do you make a How do you guys do this? And mm-hmm. then titration. Mm-hmm. All right. So titration also we will cover that later in more detail. Alright, that was chapter 4, so lots of things already in the
0: first 4 chapters. Alright, thank you for listening, that was day 1, uh, chapter 1 through 4, AP Chem review. I will also have the link to the powerpoints in the description, so yeah, I don't know if she wants, if she doesn't want those out, but uh, it's for the benefit of everyone watching, so it's in the description. Uh, if you have a file yeah, it's also posted. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah. And timestamps are in the description. Uh,
1: I am in the process of making your uh, FRQs. So remember, for you guys, Appreciate the order it. of your test I is different from the ne- other class. You guys are
2: going to
1: be doing. Ah, need to take notes. We lab on Tuesday, and then we will see you on Wednesday as well. So oh. Wednesday, we will do MCQ. Mm-hmm and then frq on thursday the other class is going to be doing lab and then frq and then ncq so i'm trying to put the frq on the same day to minimize any uh, any, uh, yeah. uh I, I think uh multiple is more difficult to uh share because there are so so anyway, so the order is going to be a little bit different. There are going to be four FRQ questions, and I will tell you that one of them is going to be a writing out net ion equation. So you guys will practice that today, even though that is kind of chapter four-ish. So that one, I give you guys a sentence like, hydrogen uh, gas and oxygen gas combines to form water. And then you have to write out the net balance to net ionic equation for those. So you need to know your solubility rules. You need to know your uh, polyatomic ions. You need to know how to find out the charges by using the periodic table. So you're not supposed to memorize any of the charges. You want to look at the columns and stuff. So one of the
2: four will be
1: a group of those. I think it's going to be four writing out equations. All right. So let's zoom through in uh, 10 minutes, chapters 11 uh, through 13. So 10 is gases. (laughs) And the unique thing about gases is that they are compressible. So um, they don't have a unique volume of their own. They take on the volume of the container. So you can compress the gas. But when you compress the gas, the pressure then goes up. So that is like Boyle's law. Boyle's law says when volume goes down, then the pressure is going to go up. So again, um, pressure is a unique property of gases. Wait, can it be compressed, yes or yeah. no? So uh, you should be able to understand how all these things are related to gases. This is PV equals nRT, essentially.
2: Oh, sorry.
1: And Remember, temperature has to be in Kelvin, uh, and Pressure is usually in atmospheres, but we also use quite a bit of millimeters of mercury as well. And uh, you should know this thing. I'm going to move on. You should know these problems and you will do one of these today. What What is this? Bringing back the terrible memories. Uh Remember, you have to look at the mercury in the middle of the column. Ask yourself who is pushing more, who has greater pressure, and then try to figure out what is the pressure of the gas and so forth. And this is called a manometer. Barometer is specifically for atmospheric pressure, so um, it is not a closed container. It's an open container. So uh, if you don't know these, don't copy all this down, just write down manometer problems and then go back in and figure out what those are. We did a whole worksheet, I think, on
0: manometers. Um,
1: Okay. Oh, yes. so uh, not only should you know Boyle's law of the equation, but you should be able to draw a graph or recognize what the graph should look like. So it is an inverse relationship. So to get a straight line, we have to put one of the variables over one, like P. Uh, yeah, so uh, if I have volume on one side, then one over P, because it's an indirect inverse relationship, will give us a straight line. If you just graph M directly, then you'll see it's going the other direction. That is different from Charles law. Charles law is a direct uh, relationship so there's no need to manipulate any of your uh, variables to get a straight line and remember temperature must be in Kelvin. Avogadro's law we use this a little bit but not too much. The main point here is that 22.4 number that one mole of gas is equal to 22.4 liters only at STP though.
2: What? Repeat that. Yes,
1: no, Ideal gas law equation, uh, you should know. One more gas equals PV equals NRT. One more, one more. Okay, at uh, STP thank you. And we can use PV equals NRT <laughs> to find the density and molar masses of compounds. So you should know how to do that. And um, the way that I do it is density is just grams per volume. So you can figure out the grams of the gas you have divided by the volume, then that gives you density. So I don't like memorizing that uh, <coughs> equation, so I just uh, use <coughs> follow the units, and the units will get. What's going on? Are you guys okay? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, partial pressure. So this is related to your uh, warm-up today. So uh, partial pressure to get the total pressure of a container, you add up all the individual pressures of the gases that are in that container. Are uh, you yeah. I'll, I'll, so apparently you can go into the locker on your phone, but you have to use the mobile no, you can't use the mobile app to use the app, website on. So and then just download it on your computer. just
0: download right. on your computer and then email it to yourself and then. Exactly. Four. If you want to do
1: slides, just check can... with him. Oh okay. yeah. Just make one big Okay. Follow Steven. <laughs> can you put that on? Follow Steven and then he will send you a link. Or you can put it oh, in the new okay. section. Yeah, <laughs> so now <laughs> you guys want <laughs> <heal>. oh, <laughs> <right? You're laughs> the new <slides> going.
0: Are you <laughs> trolling me?
1: <laughs> okay, and then we said that um, when you compare pressure, that is also equivalent to comparing moles as well. So, mole fraction we talked about in this chapter. And we talked about moles, mole fraction in chapter 13, too. So, if I it, well, anyways, so that is an equation.
2: That relates mole fraction to pressure and uh, to... ah, i out of room. All right, too big. Uh, I read chapter ten? Oh, you <laughs>
1: okay. You should know about the kinetic molecular <coughs> theory. So these are assumptions that we make about gases that makes the ideal gas law work. So uh, gases have no volume of their own. So we, we are it's so small that it's negligible is what we say. Uh, and then there's no uh, loss of energy and so forth. So you should know what the tenants are. Wait, is this
2: the Oh my god.
1: Well just know just write KMT. KMT and, and then go back and figure yeah. out what it is. <laughs> KMT.
0: Okay. okay. Um we
1: have to know Yes, you need to know root mean square velocity. And you should be able to analyze this graph and then figure out what is going on. So root mean square velocity uh, is basically the spe- average speed of the gases. So if I give you this graph, which gas has the greatest average uh, or URMS?
2: H2. Which
1: of those gases has the H2. greatest URM? H2. 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 Very
2: good.
1: It should be H2. So the reason why O2 over here is um, so high in the peak, it's because the area under the curve is the same for all those uh, all those hills. Integrate? What? They what? The curves. So um, H2, the peak of H2 is at a higher speed than the peak of the oxygen. So that Let's is that. why hydrogen has the greater yeah. average atomic. I'm, I'm pretty sure not 3RT over MM.
2: Okay. Uh-huh. Pretty sure. Uh, here, here's yours? Here we change back. Uh,
1: ah. so. Okay. And so in this case, so when we're doing URMS stuff, it doesn't matter what the compound is; just their molar masses. So how heavy they are is what determines. Uh, it's speed and we can compare the speed of two different gases. What's
0: uh, the fancy app on the bottom? What's the fancy
1: It's molar no, it's the molar mass but remember the molar mass has to be in kilograms. What? No, gram. no, you're right. Right. I skip period five. Grams per mole. kilogram per mole.
0: Yeah, we'll
1: skip period six. OK, and then we can compare uh, the speed of two different gases by using uh, and one is called effusion, one is called diffusion. Effusion is gases escaping through a tiny hole. I don't know why they make such a big distinction about these two things. Basically, how many gas molecules are going to escape from a container? And then diffusion is just the amount of time it takes for the gas to travel through the whole
2: container.
1: And then is this is the equation that uh, tells you the relationship. And remember, they are flipped. So the rate of the top one is the molar mass goes on the
0: bottom. Fancy, yeah. Light light? The, the, lighter light? Light light? the lighter, what do you mean? What is what? Well, I mean, it doesn't, this one doesn't it's matter.
1: The same yeah. uh, I think yeah. this one's just normal. The normal. So you yeah, see, yeah, R1 is on the top and then R one right. is on the bottom. This one, you do not need to so use so kilograms because, because they are both very molar masses and so the units will cancel out, so you don't need to have it in kilogram. But what is this again? No, it won't matter. But it's kind of just an extra step you have to do, so so it's not necessary. And then the lighter gases always travel more, so at the end, the lighter gas will travel farther. And the lighter gas will escape more. So if it escapes more, will there be more or less in the container at the end? Less. Less. So uh, you have to kind of visualize it as well. Uh, Uh, Ah. Uh, So we talked about the idea that ideal gas law the name comes from the idea that it's ideal it's actually not this thing is non-existent so um, what in real life we have are real gases but we can use the ideal gas law equation to um, uh, for the most part and um, there is like a correction factor, but you don't need to know that, so we're not going to go through that. So, what makes a better ideal gas? Well, I want it to be a small molecule, no attractive forces. So, nonpolar is best now that we know polarity. Nonpolar is better because there are no attractive forces between the molecules. And in general, we want low pressure and high temperatures. Those are the most ideal conditions for ideal gas. All right, chapter 10. So I don't know. Do you guys feel OK about
0: that?
1: I think the first half should be OK. Like we've done a bunch of PV with NRT stuff. Uh, and then one thing I would also say is in the last, Collecting gas over water seems to be something that the AP people like to focus on. So we did two the labs with that with the magnesium on that with that stick right. so thing, and then the water it or the, and, or the pressure acid it and, and stuff. Pressure. So that is called collecting gas over water. And so uh, you may want to review that. what uh, say? Concept. Ideal
2: behaviors. So ideal conditions. Wow. <laughs> I can't
1: <laughs> give away anything. I want
2: to play
1: the thingy. You to play the dingy. The you to play. And I promise tomorrow I will
0: give
1: you guys your. No, I'm not giving you guys. Your... Oh, I still have time. Is still have a great your, uh... Okay, sorry. Is this one? <laughs> I might just do it by completion. You guys
0: probably like this one. This one? Although it's like all
1: that yeah. hard work. That I remember like someone telling me how to call you.
0: Yeah, just do completion.
1: Alright, uh, chapter 11 was intermolecular <laughs> forces. Intermolecular <laughs> forces. So to be good at chapter 11, you have to be good at chapters uh, eight and nine, drawing Lewis structures and understanding the uh, VSEPR kind of how a molecule is structured. So you should drill this in. The state of matter. You guys did well in your uh, FRQ on your last test on this you know just the idea that solids are going to have higher attractive forces than liquids and uh, gases because of their attractive
0: forces. Right. You should know that. Uh, okay. Hooray! gas? a point? gas?
1: Wait, can you move back up? Okay. Oh
0: really? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right uh, yeah, no, In the locker? Yeah.
1: No, In the locker.
0: In the locker?
2: Wait, is it not the
0: same? Okay, where do you uh, do it? Yeah, I know it should do, do oh,
2: wait. Just do half and half.
0: Soft. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, you do it and then I'll do a solo. 10 out of 10. Best thing I've ever seen.
2: How? Oh. <laughs> Is that she's on the phone?
0: It's not like. an emergency a <laughs> Better <laughs> Yeah.
1: Does anyone have Miss Bennett? Really?
2: you know Miss Bennett?
1: you know Miss Bennett? You know Bennett? you know her classroom? No. It's next to Oy. Do you know Oy's classroom? I know. So it would be 330 30 Can you? Look, look. A right time. Oh, continue after I finish the course. Oh. And then what? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind this.
0: <laughs> and then what?
1: So is... Oh, <laughs> It. But are you like recording it and then you're going to play it all together or something? No. Oh, can you turn it back in?
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> you got it? Alrighty. <laughs> da da da. Wait, what happened? I
2: just to at you.
1: I feel yeah. bad. Bird called me. I'm in trouble. I'm in
2: trouble. I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. I'm
1: in trouble. I'm 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 in trouble.
0: I'm in trouble. 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 I'm
1: in trouble. I'm 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 in
0: trouble. I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. I'm i am in trouble i am opera singer uh, POV, you are a fly. Did you see 305, Brady? That's how you I play fly at the balcony. Uh, POV, a fly is around your ear. Uh,
2: uh, uh, oh, do
0: you know Kuzli's room? That, that would be the worst ASMR. Let me see. Let me see. P.O.V, someone is playing piano and you're trying to listen, but a fly keeps flying in what here.
1: You know Mr. Kutsi? Kutsi? Hey, he's my best friend. You know his classroom number? Yeah, he's my best friend. Ah! What is Mr. Kutsi? Do me take it? No. I no. No.
0: P.O.B., you are at the beach and a bunch of seagulls are attacking you.
1: P.O.B., you're at the seagulls are
0: attacking you. He's so soft. I can't see that. I don't know what the other bird's
1: name is. <laughs> a, P.O.B., you're at the opera.
0: P.O.B., the opera. Uh, POB uh, so the opera cinema. <laughs>
2: Uh, <laughs> you, you you are um, babysitting a bunch of
0: kids who keep
2: screaming.
0: Oh man! No This is
1: like
0: higher than. Wow! Because the rechargeable batteries. I was looking for Uh being, you are being transported to an ambulance. Oh I don't know what the Oh, I chill, chill, chill. Oh, The ambulance keeps driving in front of your house. I wonder how this sounds, like I,
2: like I know for
0: a fact everyone listening right now, like if you're listening on like earbuds or like stereo, like the left side is just being blasted. I was eerie. <laughs>
1: So you're, you're trying to open
0: a, um, uh, you're, you're peeling the polyethylene bag out of a new, packaged, innovation, MK3 lunch game
2: menu. Is
0: that how bags sound when you peel them? No, I just imagine when I'm a dentist. Oh, okay. yeah, this, like you're at the dentist and you have a drill. <laughs> what
1: is that? Is that this? No, we're the a high five. Why? Because <laughs> I'm acting weird. What is this? Ah, Instagram. Is it for me? Oh. What is all this?
0: Uh, but they don't work on here because you have to have a, a computer so that you can Oh.
1: Oh, so when you play something, then you can record it.
0: Yeah, you can, uh, you can do that. Or you can just make those like drums or
1: something. Oh. What are all these? Knobs. Mm-hmm. Do they do anything? Yeah, they move on Oh. Interesting. How many? It only has two octaves. All of them can You can move, move, move it. <laughs>
0: Oh, do
1: you play piano? Play okay. a master. I can't. Right. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. I can I choose oh <laughs> Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> thank you very much. Yeah, thank you very much.
1: Thank you very much. That's what he should say afterwards.
0: Okay. Uh, <laughs>
1: Okay, fine. I didn't I didn't
2: know
0: yeah. when the announcement started. so we are still just... having the Yes. <laughs> Yeah, oh well yeah.
2: oh, <laughs> 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 you
0: are a sunflower you're Oh Sunflower hits
1: a load How do you guys sniff so
2: hard? <laughs> like, I don't even make a noise. <laughs> <laughs> and then, no, but, <laughs>
0: right. Like asthma, nose (laughs) sniffing, mucus
1: nose,
0: (laughs) mucus membranes being. (laughs)
1: Pav, you're getting tickled.
0: What? Pav? Who the heck says pav? And then you. (laughs) (laughs) Pav.
1: I want to give you guys as much time for the questions. Right. So, uh, adiós, amigos. What do you guys do about point? Tension, and oh, I thought we were supposed to.
0: What? Oh no! Oh, uh,
1: now I you are know what pretty. those are. Oh my Remember, god! I'm sorry. The beating of water on a surface. Uh, dude, the thing is too big. I can't even open the recording from yesterday. I'm my- like. Mac, will put Google Drive because it's too big. And, uh, or when you belly flop into a pool and it really, really hurts.
0: That is surface
1: tension. Capillary action is like a straw.
2: And
1: when you have water, it goes up. It's all related it to meniscus. So capillary action is kind of a thin tube. Wait, what was that about? What was that on Okay, moving on. Types of intermolecular forces. Now, one thing that the AP lady was mentioning is that London dispersion is not always the weakest force. Hold on. Because if I have something that is a dipole-dipole versus a London dispersion uh so a polar and a nonpolar molecule, but the nonpolar molecule is huge compared to the dipole-dipole one, Remember, the strength of London dispersion uh, is related to how big the molecule is. And so if it's a really big molecule, then potentially the London dispersion of that molecule could be greater than a dipole-dipole force. So if it's a humongous molecule, then the London dispersion actually uh, can make a big effect on the polarity. So it'll be something like C12, H22. Uh, with lots of molecules in it. They won't draw it out most likely but they'll give you guys the number of carbons and so forth. Okay. We don't care about and Is
0: the underfalls. Um like <laughs>
1: So there was a no, but there was a question on uh, your test that was, which one has, uh, is which of the following molecules is affected by hydrogen bonding only, or like most polarized by hydrogen bonding, and it was the, the one that was water, because if I had something like this, um, CH3, CH2, CH2OH. It has hydrogen bonding in it, but it is also influenced by London dispersion. So this one, the total, po- um, the total force is not just the the O-H minus part. It's also going to be the London dispersion. So yeah. Okay, so one thing to note about uh, London dispersion forces is that we we say this term that it is polarizable, so not that it is actually polar, but we can induce a polarity, we can um, cause it to be polarized um, by having or not cause it, but the electrons move in such a way that there are instantaneous dipole moments, and so it's polarizable is the term that we use. So what makes it uh, strong? The size and the size is uh, mostly equi- uh, equivalent to the molecular weight. However, I would I would say size is more important than the molecular weight. The shape. So. What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the shape. So the more uh, surface it has. The more surface area it has, then uh, the more London dispersion forces there are. So compact is not good. We want it to be actually long and spread out, so it has more contact with the outside. Maybe you should know the relationship between intermolecular forces and boiling point. You know that uh, weaker forces boil at lower temperatures. That's basically you know about dipole-dipole. Hydrogen bonding, fun. ion-dipole. So notice an ion-dipole, it's not the same molecule. There is a different molecule, the ion in the center, and then the dipoles that surround it. So this is not just talking about one single compound. It's talking about a mixture of of ions and molecular things. We already know that. So which one is the most viscous? If you take a look at this, then you can see that the most viscous is, is going to be decane. And you can tell, if you kind of want to think of that as a long chain uh, moving up something. The bigger the chain, the harder it is for it to move. So that's why it's going to be bigger is more viscous. And more viscous means thicker, like a thicker syrup. Okay, no all like, we just went over this, so okay. Normal boiling point, by definition, is when the pr- uh, pressure is one atmosphere. This is one of the questions on your test. And then we went through the phase diagram, so you should be able to know what is going on in the phase diagram. And the lines represent the boiling point and the melting point. So at different pressures. The boiling temperature and the melting temperatures change. Okay, that's it. Yeah. Oh, I was uploading these in this. Wow. My goodness. <laughs> What's that? Do you know you call me the
0: i have to do some have to cook together.
1: Okay, so chapter 12, there really isn't much to uh, talk about in this one. Um, you know there are these things called alloys. Alloys are considered a solution, so it's a homogeneous mixture. Uh, oh uh, metal with that. other kinds of
0: uh, basically so. things basically in it. Is this chapter 13? So, is this
1: is chapter oh, 12. So you should know the um, idea of interstitial versus substitutional alloys. What's she uh, yeah. saying? Do we have to know the cost? No, you don't. I don't think so. Well, steel is the most common uh, uh, steel and bronze, I would say, are the most uh, common examples Who? of alloys. Um, what is it? Okay. There we go. So, uh, (laughs) substitutional versus interstitial. So, uh, one of them, you're replacing an element, whereas interstitial, you're filling in all the gaps between the uh, the elements.
2: What? So they metallic
1: bonds. They conduct electricity, and they give uh, metals their characteristics. Remember the sea of electrons. Those electrons are floating around, not with no home. They have many homes. It's such a friendly neighborhood. All the kids can go to everyone else's houses, and nobody cares.
0: that's
1: pretty. That's better than saying that they have no home, that no one wants them. <laughs> so we'll say everybody wants them, until so they're floating around. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, that is
1: my God, I will ask.
2: Now, what, so did
1: you, what did you learn today in class with the L color? <laughs> I learned about ionic bonds. What is that? Okay, remember ionic solids, they are not um, made by bonds. They are created by attractive forces of their charges. So they're not holding hands, they're like magnets that are just attracted by um, ionic charges. And then molecular solids molecular solids are weak uh, weakly bonded only by intermolecular forces and so they are easy to uh, manipulate I guess so graphite is an example sugar is an example of a molecular solid and that is different from a covalent network of solids and this is where they are literally covalently bonded to all the other units so a repeating section is called a unit so you can see all these are kind of units, but the units overlap and so they kind of hook onto each other like a chain. and it's chain. All right, that's it. So, chapter 12, you probably don't have a lot of. What's sub or what's inter here? is
0: like. It's just memorizing for chapter 12,
1: so. Okay, solutions this is chapter 13. You should know all the parts of the solution, the solute, and the solvent. And this chapter is going to be related to intermolecular forces because the stronger the attraction, the uh, greater, the more energy it takes to break those bonds and so forth. You should know the energetics. This should uh, bring back memories of your FRQ. Yeah,
0: it's really bad
1: Remember, solvation happens in three steps. You break apart the solute, you break apart the solvent, and then everything comes
2: together.
1: And you were supposed to draw this on your notes. Some of you guys didn't do that and got some point marked off because of oh, wrote homework on the notes and then
0: you did it. I didn't do it. Same this chapter. So,
1: me that it was
0: quite a It is
1: So you should be able to know the difference between saturated, supersaturated, and unsaturated uh, <coughs> solutions. What do they look like and what does it mean? So something about the solubility limit. Is it under, is it at the solubility limit or is it over the solubility How limit? How much over is supposed to be? And we said that when you have a super saturated well, yeah, it's just
0: more than solution, the super
1: saturated solution, when you just look with uh, nothing, it just looks like a regular unsaturated solution. But when you disturb it a little bit, then the solid will come out and crystallize because that little disturbance causes um, the solid to come out. Factors that affect solubility, you should know that stirring uh, increases solubility, increasing the temperature uh, and smaller pieces. And you should know that for gases, for gases, they take on actually the opposite trend. So for gases, if you stir it, the gas wants to escape from the solution. If you raise the temperature, then gases will want to escape. So if you want to lower the temperature, that's why you put some carbonated drinks in the um, fridge to keep it carbonated longer. these like all light, you guys know that. Visible, invisible, you should know those definitions. And this is related to that thing with the little mineral oil and the jars, and then you guys put that little whole thing in there. What's that
0: thing where you crack the cheeky and then it gets warm? What's what's that?
1: Oh, yeah, the hand warmer. This a super super saturated What's the holiday? What was that summer holiday? This one? Solubility. she even talk about Henry's law. Oh. Uh, you should know Henry's law, how to use that equation. And then remember, we can also, without calculating the constant, you can say S over P1 equals S2 over P2. So you don't necessarily need the K constant in order to solve for pressure and concentration if you're given a before and after scenario. And, um, sometimes they use S for solubility. Okay. Sometimes they use C for concentration. Uh, same idea. Same thing? OK, Yeah, No, I was putting it on. Ow. You can't see ditching glass and then coming back and interrupting. OK, so um, how temperature affects solubility. If I give you go- if is- this is just basically reading raw, so, um Looking at this, if I ask you which one is the most uh, volatile, which one is the most volatile? volatile. Oh, I mean, yeah. hmm. Good. So NA-NF3, at low temperatures, the actually what? It's high temperatures. Actually, I don't know. Oh.
0: <laughs> it's not know it's wrong. If it's at there low temperature expensive. Go high.
2: Especially mind.
1: These are ionic compounds. But I might ask I might give you this a graph like this and then ask you to um, explain why the trend is the way it is. So you can tell me about the intermolecular forces of those four things. Uh, oh, and then you guys learned about all the units of concentration. Uh, we didn't cover our PPM, but, I mean, you guys, okay, so yep, yep. parts per million. The fraction we did, molality, molarity, mass percent, you guys know all that. And colligative properties, um, we didn't do vapor pressure lowering or osmotic pressure. I basically focused on boiling point and freezing point, and I said uh, when you add stuff to water, it increases the liquid phase of water, so it increases the boiling point and lowers the freezing point. We say again. And how can you tell? Um, uh, Remember, it's the number of particles. So if I and you guys should know by now because a gazillion of you guys asked me about that question on yesterday.
2: I'll get it. Um,
1: Alright, I think that's it. And yeah, Colloids. <laughs> Colloids are um, mixtures, suspensions that look like solutions. And we did this where which one is our colloid? The left or the right? The
2: right. 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 This is our
1: colloid because the suspended <laughs> particles are reflecting the light and so you can actually see the light beam. Alright, and then What's
0: that one called? The wood wood. Colloid or the tingle effect? Alright, thank you. Um, would anyone like to add anything? <clears throat> yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Bussy. <laughs> all right. Good night. I'm <laughs> okay. um, going to attempt <laughs> to
1: zoom through these uh, because you guys already made your outline. So now it's going to add
0: Chapter 6 to 9, uh, APKM, Monday, 12, 16. That means it is the 16th of December.
1: <gasps> okay, so you uh, chapter 6 was all about um, how it was a like quantum chemistry. So looking at electrons and particles from a very microscopic view. And we talked about how particles are both a wave and a particle at the same time. It's a dual nature. And so we went through a little bit about waves. We did the um, lab with the glasses and you guys saw the different lines. So the lines are called a um, line spectrum. This is called a continuous spectrum because it shows all the colors. Uh, you do have that equation on your um, on your periodic table packet, equation sheet, so you don't need to memorize oh, that. We have
0: to know the, do we have to know the speed of light?
1: I think that's also given to you on the.
0: Uh, so for all the yeah. other like constants stuff will be given,
1: it's either on the packet or it will be given to you on the in the problem. So like birds and stuff like that should be. Yes, even on the AP exam, they won't. Make I don't think they expect you to memorize okay so the idea of um, energy being quantized means that it comes in little packets but those little packets can act as uh, uh, waves and particles all right you do need to oh gosh. Uh this is the lab that we did and the point of it was for you guys to see excited electrons and when excited electrons fall down to their ground state they release different colors of light that's the main point of this and depending on the jump that they make when they're excited and how much they fall down they release different colors because um, color is dependent on is equivalent to energy so uh, what is the color that is the lowest energy red and the highest energy violet So thing about the rainbow and the rainbow red is our gonna be our uh, least energy Violet. So which one has my lowest frequency? Shortest frequency? Violet. Red or violet? Which one has the shortest frequency?
0: Violet. Red. Violet. Violet. Okay, violet. So shortest
1: frequency or the... Wait. No. Sorry.
2: Shortest wavelength.
1: Highest frequency. So sorry. Red. No. What shortest <laughs> frequency yeah, so is red. Wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> wait, what? Wait, what? So <laughs> so the lowest no, frequency no, no. Okay. is red. The higher the frequency is violet. Sorry. Yes, yes. But the shorter wavelength is violet, yeah. and the longer wavelength is red. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So you should know all that stuff. So, Uh, (laughs) this is a way of figuring out how much energy is released by specific jumps remember if the um, electron is completely removed then that n2 is uh, infinite so 1 over infinity is zero and um, someone pointed out that the Rydberg constant is different in this PowerPoint and it's actually the same number but uh, the unit is different. So notice that this unit is uh, one over meters, but the unit that we use is like joules over something. So um, it's the same number but just the unit is different. Okay you should know the limitations of the Bohr model, why, uh, why we don't really use it as much. It only works for the hydrogen. It doesn't uh, explain why the electrons don't fall into the nucleus and uh, Oh yeah, the
0: wave-like. Uh, it only looks at electrons as particles. Um, for the for the right bird, for the right stuff, Since it's um, he, he, it's like the the, the one before. This. Is it a neg- does it equal a negative number since it's subtracting the further wave number?
2: Oh
1: kind of.
0: So if you are um if the electron is going to a higher energy level,
1: then you have to in put in like, uh, put in energy. So we need but if
0: it's going from a high energy to a low energy, five of a where's my phone hundreds Okay, I'm surprised all of you guys. Yeah, we gotta go. we gotta go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think that was my phone but no
0: about oh,
1: that, that license okay um, it this one up. talked about quantum uh, numbers and we didn't go into the details of quantum numbers but you need you need to know n stands for energy level so 1 s2 that one is called our principal quantum number it's given the letter n. Uh, the angular quantum number spdf. What do these val- What do these letters symbolize? What do they tell us about the
0: uh, the shape
1: of the electron? What uh, What is this Wow. Good. Uh, What's the shape? You should. Uh, at least the first two. S is the sphere. S is a sphere. That's oh. what we normally think of. And then p is going to be like a balloons tied together and then the D orbital we said is like two P orbitals that are combined together. This one is monkey looking but um, that's
2: the least typical t- one. You have to remember the shapes. No, but, yes, I mean yes, I guess you should, but
1: they're not that difficult. Uh, okay. But if I give you a shape you should be able to recognize. oh that is the D orbital. A sphere okay. is the S orbital. And then uh, you should know all these principles. So there was the Pauli off-bow, and then Hund's uh, rule. Okay, those are the three rules for kind of filling out the electron configuration. And they tell you different things. One says that uh, no two electrons can occupy the same space. So that is the idea that you can't have two electrons. They can't have the same address, so uh, if the address is um, also determined by the spin of the electrons, so this is not possible. So they cannot have
0: two with
1: like the same spin. Uh, yes, yeah, so no two electrons can have the exact same address, and this would be the same address because of the, like a up spin is positive one half, and a down spin is negative one half. So if they are both up spin, they both have the same address. Um, one sense that you feel from bottom to top, and then I forget what the other one.
2: One one you guys know yeah, how to do electron configuration.
1: The you guys know uh, <coughs> how to do orbital diagrams. Hun's rule. Or degenerative.
0: Or degenerative. Oh, and
1: then Hun's rule says uh, you fill in <laughs> up arrow first and then you go back and pair up the down arrows. So that is Hun's rule. bow must be the one where you fill from bottom to bottom.
0: So octal is basically like you fill up one s first before two s. Yeah,
1: there's an order in the way that electrons are uh, are filled. Yeah. Okay, so you guys already know how to do uh, electron configurations. You guys know that. Some uh, anomalies. Remember the anomalies, which are my half-filled orbitals and my uh, full orbitals? So that would be like um, right here, copper. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> Notice it's 4s1 3d10. So it's not 4s2 because that uh, second s uh, electron has now jumped into the d orbital to make it uh full. do I don't
2: understand. Yeah. That's pretty good
0: this since I like it. Okay. Yeah. Oop. Okay, that's it. Okay.
1: Also, what is not on here is PES, and I will tell you, PES will be on the test in some form or another. So you should know, and you guys did um, the AP questions on that. The so PES is the photo photoelectron spectroscopy. Remember, it's the graph with the, these things. And then you have to be able to identify what um, element it is by looking at the peaks. So uh, I highly recommend you add that in there to chapter 6 if you guys haven't done so already. Yeah. PES. Uh, the height of the peak tells you how many electrons are in that orbital. And then uh, from one S on the higher energy total. Okay, chapter seven is uh, the periodic trends. Remember, you cannot state a trend as your reasoning. You can't just say F is for the top right corner, so that means that's the highest electronegativity. You need to use uh, atomic structure to describe your trend. And there are several trends. Uh, now you should be comfortable because we've used all of these in different uh, scenarios. So ionization energy we use that quite a bit we're talking about lattice energy and bonding and stuff like that Uh, electron affinity also that was lattice energy stuff yeah Yeah. okay so what are the reasons you can use for trends number one Effective nuclear charge, shielding. So if the inner core electrons are blocking the the nucleus from the outer electrons, then there's gonna be less attraction. Uh and then we said the next one, the electric nuclear charge. Ooh the size of the atom very good and remember it's the valence electrons to the protons in the nucleus so we're not looking at the inner inner um, electrons but the outer electron is farther from the nucleus that means weaker attraction and this is um actually never mind Uh, and then remember this ions are significantly bigger or significantly smaller than its actual atoms and so uh When you're doing ionic bond trend, you need to look at the size, like uh, Coulomb's law, you need to be taking into into account the size of the ion, not the actual atom. And then, uh, oh, isoelectric, so you should know what that means. They are the uh, different elements with the same electron configuration because they are charged particles. And so in this case, Oh, they're all isoelectric. Oxygen is the largest because it's gained two extra electrons. And then aluminum is going to be the smallest because it's lost three electrons. And so there's a stronger attraction to the What's that Uh angstrom. It's the it's a unit of distance. Uh no, but if you see that you should be able to tell what it's I'm not going to ask for an answer. Uh, okay, sorry, and then the last trend is uh, the number of protons versus the number of electrons in that atom. So that's actually related to this. So if, there are, uh, if there's a stronger nucleus versus uh, electrons, then they'll give me a stronger attraction. Okay, so you guys know what ionization energy is. And uh, this is a popular question remember that there's a big jump in ionization energies, And you know that jump happens after an, an atom has lost its outer shell. So the, after it's lost its outer shell, the next electron to be removed is going to be significantly higher. And you can um, figure out what element <coughs> I'm talking about by um, using that information. OK, first ionization I know energy.
0: On the, the do you know we got 36 and, uh, out of 40? Okay, I <laughs> What? Well, okay. Yeah, who else? <laughs> well, yeah, remember to have to I'm two do the half of them. What did you get? Whenever
1: there's 34. an anomaly, anomaly means something I that is, is unexpected, <laughs> or you not quite uh, does not follow the I normal sense. To I
0: don't know what I did. Okay. At the end, I was just like...
1: And that's also another thing. Remember, uh, if I tell you, if I state is, give you a statement, you can assume that statement is true. So even though it doesn't look true, true, true. you have to figure out why it's true. So on the AP exams, often students will try to disprove the statement because they think well, it's like the wrong statement. But the whole point is that the statement is weird, and then you have to use your knowledge to explain why, or try to figure out why that statement is so true.
0: And she turned it after stamp. she's like... Oh, right, yeah. Calm. So, well, I don't know why that would
1: be an you like, But, yes.
2: Because
0: people say that
1: stuff is more like There's a problem. Well, um, so no, it can. Do you, can you have a What oh, do you call? I think it's called uh, so it might be something like uh, that uh, on
0: the...
1: There was a question about, uh, oh, like, NO2 minus. And then uh, the statement was, like, uh, they have equal bonds. The bonds are all equal. Uh, because of resonance. So <laughs> think it's a one double bond and one single bond. And so they would say it's not all the same. There's one single, one double. So they would disprove the statement. But actually,
0: you have to figure out why the same is. So, how would we explain that as? does it off? We would explain that it has multiple resonance structures and it has a one-order order of one half. Yeah, so it's not
1: that there's one a single
0: and one double, that there the resonance causes a one and a one-half. Is order. Right. a fresh
1: uh, Okay, chapter eight. This one, I don't remember when it was. Uh, yeah, remember? Lattice energy. Oh uh, no
0: lattice energy.
1: Lattice energy. So um, not you I guess what is important about lattice energy for you to know is you need to know the names of each of these things. So for example, if I say um, point out the part that that is the first ionization energy, then you should be able to point out that it's right here. I wouldn't have it all labeled like this but you should have to point out the part that describes electron affinity, or an uh, enthalpy of formation. Oh, no. So, uh, not only do you need to know the graph, you also need to know the names of each of those
0: things. Okay,
1: Coulomb's Law a kind of uh, describes, or lattice energy Coulomb's Law, describes the strength of the lattice energy. This one was all about Lewis structures. So I think you guys are fairly comfortable for the most part. About Lewis structures, Uh, know that you can make double or triple bonds. There are those exceptions to the rules. Like you can have an odd number of electrons and so forth. Those always an odd number of electrons. And then polarity. So if there's even sharing, then it's going to be nonpolar. So even F2, F is highly electronegative. But that doesn't matter. It's depending on what else it's bonded to. So H is all the way on the other side of the periodic table. So this is very um, not evenly shared. So that's going to be polar, and this is ionic. So they're not even they're not even bonded. They're just next to each other because of their charge. You know, their attraction to them by the charges. Electronegativity. You guys know that. Oh, that's really cool. Half-Life?
0: We will do that um, in Kinetic. I think <laughs> Half-Life is more
1: of a bio thing. I hate organic chemistry. We've done it before. Right. Carbonating donating bio I sorry. it's so um you should know formal charges how to calculate them and where to put them so formal charges you want the negative charge to be on the most electronegative the one that wants the negative charge the most so uh, if you guys have to have formal charges, the best is if there are no formal charges, uh, but if there are formal charges, then you put the uh, signs where they belong. Resonance, I don't know why, but resonance structure always gets uh, tricky. So if you ever draw a double bond, you need to ask yourself, could I make a resonance structure? And um, make sure that you ask that because that thing to trick people up. Resonance. So exceptions to the octet rule, remember if there is a, you can have an extended octet if there is a d orbital. Odd number of electrons, I, I'm, this rarely happens. So if you just know this example, I think it will be okay. Fewer than eight, what are the, um, what is the classic element that makes fewer than eight electrons? BF3. Fewer than eight.
0: Boron. Boron.
1: Boron is our classic example. It is the only non-metal that uh, has three valence electrons so it's only going to have a, a six tet or something. Six. Okay, and then um, you already know d-orbital, that's what makes an extended octet. Yeah. And we didn't do a whole lot of this but you should know how to do do these remember so this is related to chapter 5 but remember you draw the Lewis structures for everything and then you break the bonds um, of the reactants you form the bonds of the products and then uh, you do uh, broken minus form so these are called bond enthalpy problems And remember, uh, in Chapter 5, this is a state function. So there are five different methods. So this is one of the methods. Is the solute? Solute? it in this.
0: Okay. All right. Wow. Oh, my goodness. All right. Oh, this is our last one. Very almost the green. Our last? Yeah, was it big? Yeah, so I did chapter okay.
1: oh. <laughs>
0: We did 6, class 7, too. <laughs> right. No, there's
1: not no, that. not green. Eight
0: oh. eight <laughs> green. green.
1: Yeah, six. yeah, yeah, six the yeah.
0: I Green mean,
2: this is Santa,
0: Santa Fe. Santa Fe, they're pretty close. That was eight and nine. That was eight and nine. Oh, sorry. What the She just that's
1: class right She doesn't
0: have a right now. Or she, she from Kevin? <laughs> the car woke you up, huh?
1: She's second Okay, Uh, Vesper is all (laughs) chapter 9, so uh, you need to be able to draw Lewis structures and uh, the part that gets students confused the most is these extended octets. So, when you have uh, ClF3, you need to be able to understand like, okay, well, uh, chlorine has seven valence electrons, out of those seven, three are being bonded, so there are four left over, so that must mean there are two lone pairs. So where a student gets, gets tripped up on it are the lone pairs, especially on extended octets, because you seem to put fewer than or more than what you Remember, there was the electron domain geometry and then your molecular geometry. Thank you, What is that for? Oh. that's Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I <It's a binom. laughs> wish you put your by spinal. Why <laughs> yes. not? Okay. Know. So um when they say the geometry uh or on the AKZM they tell you a shape, it most likely is the molecular geometry because they don't want to give away how many lone pairs it has. So usually if they say um, this thing has a shape of this, that's going to be your um, molecular geometry. So molecular geometry is based on uh without the Alright, so uh we went through this and you guys destroyed my circular spheres. So you was know. it why should I not explain about this? Stuff is just wrong. I know, I was hoping to <laughs> say those. I don't know i not really in these chapters. Okay, so um, you should know about, we've done this a gazillion times. the are lone pairs, they take up more space, and so then the angle, bond angle is smaller. And they all the lone pairs also like to be as far away from each other as possible. Also, um, atoms like to be as far away from each other as possible because atoms take up space, and so if I have two people right next to each other, they're going to get in their way. But if they're sitting on other sides, then they won't get in their way. So everything likes their own space. There are no um, parts that are like chubby. They all want their own space. Okay. So uh, hybridization is, I think, the last part. So you should be able to figure out how to. Um, hybridized compounds so CH4 has uh, the, the carbon in the center has four bonds so it's gonna be SPP and that's why it's called hybridization. you don't need to know all the details of uh, I mean I guess you should know how to do that we did a whole worksheet on that but uh, all the details are not important per se for us And then um, remember, triple or or double bonds, they only count as a single uh, bonding entity. However, you do need to count lone pairs. Lone pairs are part of it. Uh, There was something else that we did. Oh, yeah, the idea that, um, know the difference between a sigma versus a pi bond. So sigma is always present in bonds, and then any additional bonds are going to be called pi bonds. So if I have a triple bond, this is sigma and two pi bonds. And there was a problem where uh, you have to count up all the sigma and pi bonds. So if I gave you a structure like this.
0: Oh my goodness. Early. I
1: don't have my pen. What the fuck? Or something like this. Then I may ask you, how many total sigma bonds, how many total pi bonds are there? And you can tell there's going to be three pi bonds only, and then everything else would be considered sigma. All right.
0: All right, that'll conclude. I think that's all that we're learning in chemistry this semester. Um, it was a pretty fun semester. Uh, Would have probably understood more had I done the homework myself. All
2: right. Um, good night.